A reading from Mark 1, 21-27. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The evil spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching, and with authority. He gives orders to evil spirits, and they obey him. When a person is is um, operating in their spiritual authority in Christ, it's usually um, like a surprise, or it's it's not easily explainable by earthly terms, and it's noticed by um, the world and by the spiritual realm. And so, on that first idea that it's 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 unexpected, you know, he's from Nazareth, which is like a back backwards town, backwaters town, and. Yet, he's speaking with authority. It's like somebody walking in the room going, wait a minute, that person hasn't even been to the best schools, or that person doesn't have the pedigree, or that person doesn't even stand up straight, or whatever ideas we have about the person who's supposed to have authority. If they have spiritual authority, it's not coming from those worldly credentials. It's coming from God. It's coming from Christ, who is the authority above all authority. So if a person's in their position in Christ, um, they're going to they're gonna just be noticed by, you know, people who are tuned into that and by, as we see in this story, the spiritual realm, you know, the the demons and Satan are going to really recognize a person with spiritual authority. And to illustrate this, I'm thinking about, you know, we have this awesome staff team here at, at Stanwich and I'm thinking my feedback that I usually give to Lauren, Lauren Sumner, our, one of our youth directors, when she preaches, I love when she preaches because she preaches as one with authority. It's amazing. And she's young. She's in her 20s. She comes from a generation where you don't normally hear language like she speaks. Um, She's not into a lot of the weird political trends that her generation is into. She's into the word of God and she's in her Christ identity. So when she speaks, it sounds unusual, right? It's like, wait, who's this young woman? speaking with such authority and she opens her mouth and she has this, this cadence and this rhythm and this voice that's as one with authority. And it's based on the Bible and it's coming, it's flowing out of her Christ identity and people's lives are changed from her preaching. And her preaching is just a very small sample, a very small example of what people must have experienced with Jesus. Jesus walks in the room. He's from Nazareth. He probably didn't look very impressive. Um, and so they're like, who's this guy with authority And the, even the demons pay attention. And, um, anyway, I, I can't help I, every time Lauren preaches, I think of this phrase as one with authority. And now I can't help but thinking of her as we read this, this chapter from Mark. Well, I don't want any of this conversation to go to her head. <laughs> That's all but, right. She's humble um, enough. She can I've take also, it. I don't know her very well. Um, but I, of course, see her and I think it was an, it wasn't in November, but it was made in the late summer. There was an event, and she got up and and spoke. Um, it wasn't she, she preached later, and she mm-hmm. did a great job. But what you're saying about her is is profoundly true. 
and I'm not sure how conscious she is. It, it, it is the power of words, and the words seem to have their origins in Scripture. But she's not mimicking Scripture. She's she's taking it, digesting it, and then mm. speaking it forth to people uh, who may or may not know God's word, but they hear it. And so the spirit is in the words and the words are in the spirit when she speaks. And I was very aware of that. So I'm just mm. confirming what you're yeah. saying about her <laughs> and uh, that there is something very powerful about when she speaks and, and, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and preaches because she's preached, I think two times, maybe since I, I maybe mm-hmm. a few more, I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, I think you missed one in January when you're in Florida. Uh, well, she's anyway, the, I don't know if there's anything more to say about that, except <laughs> that the, it, it, it just confirms my own belief that the power of the Holy Spirit, when it is prevalent in the person, it affects their use of language. Mm-hmm, totally. And their language starts to not imitate or something, but it starts to kind of fit seamlessly into the power of the Word of God in the mm-hmm. text itself of the Old and New mm-hmm. Testament. And I think it's something for anybody that's a Christian and is in the word, it's, it's something to be aware of. I, I think it comes from the deepest seat of, of, of your being, of your, from your soul, uh, which is where it sort of operates out of. But it is very powerful. And, and really the point is not her or me or you or anybody right. else. It's the effect we have on others who may not have known this language. And, and it's not afraid. It's, it's a language is the clearest language that you will ever hear. And it speaks mm-hmm. to the whole human being, not just one part of us. Mm-hmm. So I think it was great that you brought her up because I think that there, when you, you hear this, you know this. You, you know that the mm-hmm. power of the Holy Spirit is present in this place. Amen.